On the Posik Tomim Tim Hashem Alekecha, Rashi quotes this Posik, these words, all of these words, the whole Posik, and Rashi says, His Halechimo, you should go with Hashem Betimimus with sincerity, Vitetzapaloi, you should await him, Veloisachker, you should not be investigating the future, instead, everything that comes upon you, accept with sincerity. And there Rashi goes on with another part which we will soon see. The Rebbe asks a number of questions. Number one, this word, Tomim, was mentioned already a number of times in Torah. It said, by Noyach, Tomim, Hoya, Bidoroisav, our Noyach was complete. Avram, it says, the Abish Tesestim, Ishalik, Lafana, go before me, Vehaye, Tomim, and be complete. By the Karbonois, it says many times that it needs to be Tomim, it needs to be complete. What is difficult in the word Tomim over here, which Rashi needs to explain? Question number two. All of these details that Rashi mentions, Go with Hashem with sincerity. Await Hashem. Do not investigate the future. Everything that comes, you should accept with sincerity. Where is Rashi getting in Pshute Shalmikra that the word Tamim includes all of these details? Another point the Rebbe asks in the wording of Rashi. In these few Psukim where the Psukim are speaking about people going and asking and seeking advice by different types of fortune tellers and sorcerers and so on, the Pasuk used terms such as shoyel, asking them, doyresh, seeking their advice. Rashi uses the word tachkoir, investigate. Why is Rashi using this particular expression, don't investigate the future? The next part of Rashi, Rashi says, v'az imoy, and then you will be with Hashem, u'lechelkoi, and his portion, that the reward for going with Hashem with sincerity will be that you will be with him and his portion. So we need to understand, number one, where is Rashi getting over here in Pshute Shal Mikra, the idea of any reward? Where do we see in Pshute Shal Mikra being discussed that there's some sort of reward? And if there is a reward, where do we see in the simple meaning of the Pasuk that this is the reward? Now the arm of Farshim that explain. That the Rashi is to be seen as two separate parts. Rashi is explaining two different parts of the Pasuk. There's Tomim Tiye. This is what the Hashem is commanding the person. And the Rashi is explaining it as go with Hashem in a sincere way. And then the words Im Hashem Alekecha, that's the reward. And that's the Rashi is saying. Then you will be Im Hashem Alekecha, you will be with Hashem and his portion. And what's the proof of this? Why is there, what would be the necessity to say so? Because otherwise, say the Mepharshim, it should have just said, Tomim Why does it need to say, Im Hashem What does it say by Avram? By Avram it just says, Veheyei Somim, and be complete. Over here, why does it say, Tomim Im Hashem And therefore these Mepharshim learn that Rashi understands, Im Hashem that that is the reward. This would be similar to what says by Avram, that after he's going to be complete, Hashem promises Avram, brisi and make a covenant with you, and so on. So Rashi is understanding, Im Hashem that you will be with Hashem. However, the Rebbe says it's difficult to, you, we cannot explain Rashi this way, for the following reasons. Number one, if that's the case, Rashi should have actually explained it in two different Rashis, in two different Dibra Maschils. He should have first said on the words, 
Tomim Tiyah, he should have said, you should go with me in a sincere way. And then, the next part of the Rashi, he should have quoted the next part of the Pasuk, Im Hashem and explain that by doing the previous thing, you will be with Hashem and his portion. Number two, when we look at the simple wording of Rashi, Rashi says, his bitmimus. In other words, he's using a word very similar to our Pasuk, Im Hashem It sounds like that's the way he understands the words. Tomim Tiyah, Im Hashem is his halich, go with Hashem, be Tomim with Hashem. In other words, it's part of the command, not a reward. Not a second thing. So Tomim Tiyah, Im Hashem Rashi is translating, you will be with Hashem. So then the question will still remain. So why is Rashi coming and adding that extra part of being imoy that then you will be with him? Furthermore, the Rebbe says, according to the simple pshat, there's no problems with the words imashem elekecho. They're not extra at all. Because what are the previous psukim saying? That we shouldn't have amongst us those people that practice witchcraft and all of the sorcery and the people that seek advice from all of these fortune tellers and of the dead. And, and and looking into the future and so on. Rather, the Pasuk says, instead of doing all of these things, Tomim not with these people, but you should be complete, Im Hashem with Hashem. So there's no, there's no, in this particular case, the words Im Hashem are not extra at all. So why would we say that Im Hashem is a reward? And finally, the Rebbe says, the Rebbe asks, what is this addition that in addition to being with Hashem, Rashi adds the word Olechelkei and his portion? What exactly does this mean? And also in the Pasuk it says, Im Hashem which the Mepharshim again want to explain that Rashi is understanding this as the reward, that you're with Hashem. But where is the word Lechelkei as his portion coming in? That's not hinted in the Pasuk seemingly at all. So the Rebbe says the explanation in all of this is as follows. The simple meaning of the word Tomim in every single place, usually in Torah, means complete. And that's exactly what we said. Tomim Tiyah means by Noyach, by Avram, that they were complete in fulfilling the Ratzah in the will of Hashem. And this is the way most of the Mepharshim will explain our Pasuk as well. Tomim Tiyim Hashem Elekecha, you should be complete with Hashem. You should do everything in the most perfect way. However, the problem with explaining this in Pshutesh Mikra, which is of course Rashi's way to explain that that's what it means over here, the difficulty is because this Pasha was speaking, as mentioned before, about a few very, very specific prohibitions. Not to act like the Goyim, not to be taking one's children through the, uh, through the fire, through the Avoidazara, not to be practicing ver- various different types of witchcraft and sorcery, seeking of the dead and so on. And as the Pasuk emphasizes that Oisei Eile, it's referring to the people doing these things and these disgusting things because of these, these particular disgusting things. Hashem is chasing these Goyim out of the land and so on. So therefore, it's very, very difficult to say that after the Pasuk emphasizing a few specific things what not to do, and the Pasuk would then conclude, instead you should be complete with Hashem, meaning you should do all of Torah and Mitzvahs. It seemingly doesn't fit to say, don't do these ten Averois that are mentioned over here. Rather, 
Rather, instead, be careful in all 365 mitzvahs loisase and 248 mitzvahs This conclusion of Tamim Tiyah to mean complete over here wouldn't seem to fit in with the very specific prohibitions that it seems to be coming as a continuation to. And it is because of this reason that the way that Amban understands the meaning of the Pasuk, it's actually referring to Tamim Tiyah means you should be complete with Hashem in these particular areas. That means that don't listen to all of these fortune tellers, to all of these wizards and witchcraft and so on, which their words are not MS and not true. And they don't tell you the full truth, they don't give you the full picture. Because you need to realize that everything is in the ability of Hashem. Hashem could change all of the different things of the stars and the constellations according to Hashem's will. So it doesn't matter what the astrologers tell you, etc. And therefore, the Ramban understands this Pasuk as saying that it is only from Hashem that you need to be seeking the future, only from Hashem's Nevi'im. So you need to be complete with Hashem in these particular areas. However, says the Rebbe, it's difficult to translate that Tomim Tiyah means only something very, very specific. Tomim Tiyah usually means to be complete. It would mean complete in everything, like in the Pasuk, Kolmum don't have any sort of blemish. You should, it should only be complete, especially after the Pasuk just a few times did emphasize the words Kol Oisei Eile, etc., meaning that the Torah first is speaking about very, very specific things not to do. And then the Torah uses the word Tamim Tiyah to be, if we should say it means complete, then it would seemingly mean complete in absolutely everything. But again, the problem with that is that we said, if we're speaking only about a few prohibitions, how does it even make sense to suddenly say Tamim Tiyah in everything? In order to, diff- to answer this difficulty with the word Tamim over here, Rashi says that Tamim over here does not mean the word complete as it usually means. Rather, it's halich imoy bitmimus. Go with him, bitmimus. What does tmimus mean? It means sincerity. It means simplicity. Like in the Pasuk, v'yakov ishtom. How does Rashi explain over there ishtom? Doesn't mean complete. In fact, Rashi says over there that tam means a person, in speaking about Yaakov, that he's not as an expert in all worldly things like Esav was. He's not as sharp to be able to deceive the world and other things. In other words, it's an opposite of a sense of shleimus, of being complete in everything. It's a sense of being simple and sincere. The Rebbe says, based on this, the flow of the psukim is very much understood. The Pasuk starts off by telling us, do not learn from the goyim of those people taking their children through different kinds of avodah and doing all of these types of seeking of the dead and the witchcraft and so on. Why shouldn't you do it, the Pasuk says, because Hashem, this is disgusted by Hashem, those that do all of these kinds of things. We're not dealing with over here whether these things have any validity or, ne- or whether they're real or not in any way. So to afterwards, the Pasuk says, all of these goyim, they go to all of these fortune tellers and sorcerers, but to you, that's not what Hashem gave you. Hashem will give you a Navi, etc. And again, it's not because we're dealing with if the, these, these sorcerers have any emiss or not. That's not the point. Rather, as Rashi says, the words, that, that's not what Hashem gave you. Hashem didn't give you these mo'oninim and these koismim, these different types of sorcerers. Rather, Hashem made his dwell on the Nevi'im, on the Urim Vitumim. 
But not because of what the Ramban said, that the words of these Mo'ayinim and Kaismim are not true, and Hashem's words are going to be true. That's not the issue over here. Rashi is speaking about something else completely. That this is an abomination in the eyes of Hashem, and a Yid needs to be dedicated to Hashem. And this is what the Pasuk concludes with warning you and saying, that means to say that even though, yes, it may be possible that through all of these other sorts of things you might know the future. Nevertheless, you should not learn to do these kind of things. Instead, you should go just go in a simple, dedicated way with Hashem. Go with Hashem betmimus, with simplicity, with sincerity. And as a result of that, you are just going to be looking out and, and, and awaiting Hashem. You're not going to be asking by all of these other kinds of mo'inanim and koismen. However, one could ask, by awaiting Hashem, you're still not going to have that benefit, which comes by doing all of those disgusting things of seeking of the dead and the wizards and the witches and so on. You're not going to know the future, so you're not going to know how to conduct yourself. You're not going to know how to behave. This is why Rashi goes on and says, Do not investigate the future. In other words, the idea of going with Hashem with simplicity and sincerity means that you're just awaiting what Hashem gives you and you're not investigating what's going to happen. But you might say, but if I'm not going to investigate the future, I'm always going to be worried what's going to happen tomorrow, as we see clearly. Now that's definitely not going to fit seemingly with just asking, a- acting in a simple and sincere way. Now I'm full of worry. This is why Rashi continues and says that everything that comes to you, just accept it with that same tmimus, accept it with that simplicity and sincerity. In other words, going with tmimus with Hashem includes also that you're accepting whatever comes to you from Hashem, whether it's good. Or chas v'shalem the other way. You're going to accept everything with serenity, with sincerity, and therefore there's no room to worry. In other words, just to summarize the point that the Rebbe made. The Rebbe is saying is that we're not discussing over here whether these ma'oninim and koismim could give us good, good advice. According to the Ramban, the Ramban said that the ma'oninim and koismim are not going to give us a full picture. And that's the pshat tomim tiim Hashem alekecha. You need to realize your full emunah is in the Abishta, and only the Abishta is going to give you the full picture, the full view of the future through the Nevi'im and so on. According to Rashi, that's not the issue at all. We're not speaking about whether these people could give us the emes or not. They may be able to tell us the future. But the Rashi is telling us, based on the Pasuk, that these things are disgusting in the eyes of Hashem. You don't go to these people. Are you going to say, so I won't know the future? So Rashi is telling us we're not supposed to be investigating the future. That's the, that's the message of the Pasuk. Just act in a sincere and a simple way with Hashem. And you should just know that Hashem is going to take care of everything. Are you going to say, but then I don't know what's going to happen? So you won't know what's going to happen. In other words, you're going to accept sincerely and with, with emes and with tmimus that whatever Hashem does is going to do, this is what's, what's supposed to be coming to me and I'm not worried. Says the Rebbe further, now we may have said that perhaps this is what Rashi means when it says, Maybe what Rashi is saying is the following, not that this is explaining our Pasuk, rather trying to explain to the one learning, to the Talmud, how we could act in such a sincere way, meaning that when we know that Hashem is with us, 
this will negate all sorts of worries. We'll be able to be completely dedicated and devoted sincerely because we know that Hashem is with us and therefore everything will be good begashmias. Maybe that's what Rashi is saying, that when you're going to act in a way of Tomim, so everything is going to be good begashmias. The Rebbe says we cannot say that that's what Rashi means because first of all, where does Rashi get this from? Where is Rashi getting that this is such a reward that Hashem is going to be with you and everything is going to be good? Furthermore, if, Rash, if this is what Rashi meant, Rashi should have then said, you shouldn't be worried. You should be, in a sincere way, because, because you will be with Hashem and so on. Rashi doesn't say that because. Rashi says, if you act like this, then you will be with Hashem. So in other words, it doesn't sound like Rashi is telling us that by acting in a way of Tamimus, the reason why you can act in a way of Tamimus is because Hashem is just going to be with you and everything will work out all right. So rather, what is the Rashi telling us with these words, So the Rebbe explains it like this. This Pasuk, I said before, is coming in continuation to the whole previous section of the Parsha. And therefore it's understood that just like we say, that as a result of these disgusting things, Hashem is chasing the Goyim out of the land. So too, if you act in the opposite way, if you act in the positive way, the way the Abishta wants, we can understand that the reward for going Tomim completely, sincerely with Hashem will be that you will inherit the land. This is why Rashi says that if you act in this way, then you will be with Hashem. and his portion. What's Hashem's portion? What does it mean, Hashem's portion? Since, first of all, Chelek Hashem Amoy. The Yidin are Hashem's portion. And as the Pasuk says in Azinu, Yarkiveyu al Oretz, Hashem is the one that makes the Yidin ride on the heights of the earth. Hashem is the one that gives Yidin Eretz Yisrael, the land of Hashem. And as we saw already earlier in the Torah, this is the land, Eretz Asher Eini Hashem this is the land that Hashem's eyes are upon it. And Rashi told us that this is a marshal of a king that had children, a number of sons, and he had fields. And he gives that which the better field to the child that he loves best. And as the Pasuk says in the beginning of this very parasha, Ha'aretz Asher Hashem this is the land that Hashem is giving to you. And so too, we spoke just before these psukim were speaking about how the Abish just chasing away the Goyim out of this land because of you. And also similar to what said earlier already, we had Nos Yashir Amzu Kandisa, which means that the Abishta loves the Yidin more than the other nations, and therefore he brings them into Har Nachalascha, therefore he brings them into Eretz Yisrael. In other words, what Rashi is saying is that Tamim Tim Hashem because you're not going to act like the Goyim, the Goyim were chased out of the land because of acting in this ways. But when you're going to act the opposite way, Tomim when you're going to be completely with Hashem, so then what's going to happen is you will get Eretz Yisrael. The Rebbe says, after understanding Rashi in this particular way, we're going to need to now clarify the, how this all flows with the next Psukim. That is as follows. The next Pasuk starts, because all of these nations, they listen to all of these sorcerers and fortune tellers and different types of witchcraft and so on. But this is not what Hashem has given to you. Instead, Hashem is going to appoint a Navi just like Moshe Rabbeinu and you should listen to him. What's the problem? According to the Ramban, which explained Tomim Tia means that you should be complete with Hashem. 
not to listen to these people that seek the dead and the sorcerers and so on. We understand very simply the, the flow of the psukim. That is, the Pasuk is telling us, why shouldn't you go to all of these different types of people? Because this is not what Hashem has given you. Hashem has supplied you, has offered you something else completely. Navi, I'm going to give you a Navi. From the Navi, you're going to be able to get the full picture. In other words, a Yid could go and ask for the future by the Navi. Only from him you will get the full Emes. However, according to Rashi, if we just explain that Rashi says you should not be investigating the future... And that's what Tomim Tia means. You're just completely sincere, giving yourself over simply to Hashem. And that is, again, as we said before, that even if these fortune tellers might be telling you the truth, yet you shouldn't learn from them. You need to be Tomim, just relying completely on Hashem and don't investigate the future and so on. So, what does the Pasuk then mean by saying, because these Goyim are going to the Mo'inim, etc., and you will have a Navi and you should listen to the Navi? That seems to be saying that you will be investigating the future through the Navi. So the Rebbe explains, according to Rashi, when it says, Ki because these nations, the Rebbe is going to say in a minute, Ki does not mean because. And you're not so, the Navi, you're going to have a Navi, says the Rebbe, this is not actually a continuation or a reason to the previous section. Rather, it's starting a new Indian. That Hashem is going to give you a Navi. Now, even though it says, Ki this is not a reason for what says before. Rather, the Rebbe says, key over here means kasher, when this is, the following is going to happen. As we find a number of parshis, and the Torah start with the word key, which doesn't mean because, it's clearly meaning when you're going to come into the land or other similar um, expressions. The Rebbe actually points out in the Ha'ara that um, only according to this will we'll understand fully how this could be a whole new aliyah now, this next section. The previous aliyah finishes with Tomim Tiyah and now starts a new Indian, ki agoyim now this is of course according to Rashi, which is Al-Derech Apshat explaining that the word Tomim, as we said, cannot be explained as complete. Rather he's explaining it that it means Tmimus, sincerity, simplicity. And therefore when now we start saying Ki this is going to be a new section. We're having a new discussion about the idea of a Novi now. The Rebbe says that the truth of the matter is according to Pshut Shomikra, we would anyways have to say this, that the words Ki is a new thing. Because otherwise, why is the Pasuk saying again the whole idea of listening to these Mo'inim and Koismim? It seemingly was all Sederi. So clearly there's something new being told, told to us over here. So what's being said over here? And seemingly it's actually the opposite of what we said before. Rashi explained that Tmimus is that you're not investing, investigating the future. Now it seems like we are being told that to a Navi we could go and ask the future. And in fact, even in these psukim, it sounds like the main problem is just because it's coming through the koisim, through these other sorts of sources. And there seems to be, again, a contradiction to what we just said before. This is why Rashi used the expression, we asked before why Rashi used the expression, sachkoir, do not investigate the future. In other words, putting in a lot of effort to find out about the future, which indicates that you're worried, you're concerned about the future. And that would be, as we said before, the opposite of just going sincerely with simplicity, trusting Hashem and so on. This is, whereas it wouldn't be as much of a problem of just asking or seeking and so on. In other words, the real problem is being really overly concerned about the future. And this is what Rashi told us before we shouldn't do. But to ask a Novi what's going to be, that's not a problem. However, according to the Ramban, which Ramban is of course not sticking necessarily to Pshute Shomikra. 
What does the Ramban say? Tami means complete. And that's why Ramban had to say, Bechol Eli, you're complete in all of these things. Because as we said before, it cannot be referring to being complete in all of Torah and Mitzvahs. And that's why he says that the words Ki is a reason to what just said before, that the reason why, you, why you're not going to listen to the Goyim is because they don't have the whole picture. You should be complete with Hashem because Hashem is going to give you a Navi. And Hashem is going to put His words in His mouth. And you will listen to Him and you will know everything that Hashem is going to do. You're not going to need to rely about the future to all of these other people which don't have the full truth and they'll never tell you everything that you need. Whereas in, the, whereas in the Vua, everything that Hashem wants to happen, you will be notified and nothing is going to go in vain. The Rebbe concludes a sikha with a matter in Halacha that's also taken from our Rashi. In regards to this mitzvah, this command of Tomim Tiyah, there's a machloikas between the Rambam, the Rambam and the Ramban, whether it's counted as one of the mitzvahs, one of the 613 mitzvahs. The, Ram, the Rambam does not bring it as in his Sefer mitzvahs. The Ramban does count it as a mitzvah. He says we were commanded that our hearts should be complete with Hashem. And then he tries to explain why the Rambam perhaps is not counting it as a mitzvah. So he says, maybe the Rambam thought that this is what's called a general command, something that incorporates all the mitzvahs, like a command to go in all the ways of the Torah. And that's why he doesn't count it as an individual mitzvah. What's really behind this machloikas? What is the Rambam saying? What's the Ramban saying? So the Rebbe says, this is all based on how they understand the words Tomim Ti, and therefore it will be a, it will be a machloikas whether it's counted as an individual mitzvah or not. The Rambam, when discussing these Yisurim about listening to all of these different types of fortune tellers and so on, says that you should know that all of the words of these people are lies and false. And Yidin, which are very, very smart and intellectual, it's not appropriate for them to be drawn into all of these vanities. The Yidin that are filled with intellect and complete with knowledge, they know with absolute certain proof that all of these things of all of these people are, are clearly... Nonsense, and only people with lack of knowledge are drawn to them, and people that uh, have abandoned the ways of truth for these things. And this is why Torah tells us, when warning us about these things, Tomim In other words, how does the Rambam see the word Tomim? The Rambam is seeing the word Tomim, the word Tomim, the opposite of these people are acting in foolish ways. The Rambam is saying we have to act in a way of full, complete das with full intellect. And therefore it's understood that this would be a very, very general command. The idea is to be complete in our knowledge with Hashem, which would really include fulfilling all of the mitzvahs of Hashem. And therefore, although yes, it's a mitzvah that says particularly in this parsha when it's discussing about negating all of these vanities and this nonsense, nevertheless, the general idea of being completely, fully, our mind completely dedicated to Hashem is true in all mitzvahs. And therefore, it's a very, very general mitzvah. It cannot be counted as an individual mitzvah. However, according to the Ramban, which says that the mitzvah means that we are believing that the Abishta is the only one that has full control over the world. And therefore, we have to ask him what's going to happen. The Abishta is the one that could change everything that happens in the stars and the constellations and so on according to his will. And therefore, it's not a general mitzvah that includes all of Torah and mitzvahs. Even though, yes... The idea, of, the general idea of emunah applies to all of Torah and mitzvahs. But here we are giving a specific command that you should be believing in a very particular way 
that the Eibishter has the ability to change everything that's going on in the skies and in the stars and so on. And the Eibishter is the one that has the ability and therefore you shouldn't be investigating by all of these astrologers and so on. So this is the Rambam and the Ramban. What about according to Rashi? Shomikra. The word Tamim, we said, doesn't mean complete at all. Rather, it's an expression of being sincere. The Rebbe says, if that's the case, it's obvious that this would be considered an individual mitzvah that a Yid has to act in a sincere way, completely with the Eibishter, and therefore it would be counted as a mitzvah saseh. This is in addition to the mitzvah sloi saseh, that you shouldn't, shouldn't be found by you, all of these types of fortune tellers and seeking the futures and so on and so forth. And then as Rashi concludes, you will be imo yulachelke with Hashem and his portion. And the Rebbe says that we could divide this in two parts, that by having the loy not having all of these goyisha ways, which are disgusted by Hashem, by not having that, through that you will be with Hashem. And when in addition to that, you will actually be awaiting Hashem and having that sincerity and so on, and can accept everything but from Hashem, then you will also be Hashem's portion.